you ever heard a strange noise in the middle of the night? Hello? Ever seen something you couldn't quite explain? What's that? Ever been visited by a loved one in a dream? What are you? Psychic mediums Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons-Polito talk about it all. Welcome to the Psychic on the Scene podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back for another exciting episode of Psychic on the Scene. Very close to the countdown of the Christmas holiday and all the holidays actually. And as always with me is our wonderful producer and co-host, D. Scott. Hi. And my other one host um, and friend, psychic medium, Michelle Anspolito. Hey, everyone. Happy holidays. And um, Michelle is going to intro our guests tonight. Um, they are friends of Michelle, the show, and uh, learn some more for the holidays and just in general, uh, what we should be doing for ourselves. So take anyway, it away. We have with us tonight, uh, Vicki and Skip Watts. Uh, they are friends of mine and they are, I have to say, two of the nicest people I've ever met. So hmm. sweet as can be, <laughs> they're just awesome. They, um, now you are, you practice Native American ritual. You have a, a full-size teepee on your property. Uh, Vicki, you're a Reiki practitioner. Yes, um, as well. And you have a farm with a unique name, which I absolutely love. Do you want to tell me what to share with us what the name of your farm is? Clockin' A. Clockin' A. Is the name of the farm? Yes. Love it. <laughs> now, you guys raise, is it like for eggs or for chicken, for meat? I, we I, raise chickens for meat. We raise chickens for eggs. We do sheep, uh, which um, I spin the yarn from. And oh, wow. we, uh, we sell the yarn and we make things from it. And uh, what else? We have some donkeys and duck and turkeys. <laughs> and my husband's really the teepee guy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have a shop too, don't you? Yes, we do. We sell local art from, um, from all of my friends. And um, basically that's about what we sell. We don't buy anything from out of the country and everything is lo um, locally made either by myself my husband or my friends and people oh, can shop that's awesome yes. people can shop online with your shop too can't they uh, there's some more yeah there's an online website we do uh, we have bees so we sell honey and um, we sell our friends maple syrup and my friend makes jams and jellies and we have soaps and pottery uh, pottery my friend's a potter <laughs> um so yeah we have um I have a friend that's an herbalist, and so she puts teas and creams out. Authentic Native so, American stuff. Yes. Yeah. So how did it get all started? With Whose brainchild was the teepee and all of that? That's my husband. He can tell you about that. It all just <laughs> happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us about it, Skip. Well, I guess it started right after we got the property. I walked to the corner of the, you know, the surrounding property, I went to the back corner and, and there was something special back there. Mm -hmm. you, you could feel the power. And uh, I said to Vic, you know, there's something, something about that corner back there that's really special. So she went back and she felt it also. So through the years, um, I cleared it off and I didn't know what we were going to do there, but um, I knew something was going to happen, and I had gone to Stone Ridge to a sweat lodge, mm. and I went through that, and that pretty much changed my life for the way things happened after that. And um, you see things differently, don't you? Positively, yeah, positively. Yeah. But and more I, than one person has shared that with me, Skip, oh, yeah. that when they've done the the sweat lodges or any of those things that. It is a um, kind of a transcendental experience. Positively, yeah. Um, I don't know if it opened my third eye or, or just exactly what, but we were in Vicky's uh, Reiki building mm -hmm. and I was laying in the table and we were meditating and a vision came to me and it told me, uh, be patient, it will come. Hmm. And through the years after that, it kind of became evident that that was going to be something out there. And rather than a sweat lodge, which everybody said it was going to be, it progressed into a teepee so that we could do the ceremonial uh, mm. things as they came through the year. So 
that's how it all started. And we slowly uh, worked at putting money aside to buy the teepee. So I repair spinning wheels and uh, make parts and things for them. So every job that I had, I took that money and put into the teepee fund. Vicky put oh, money wow. into the teepee fund. And uh, in about a year or so, we had enough money to buy the teepee. So it came from out in Oregon. Really? Oh, wow. And, and uh, it was shipped in along with the poles, which are 27 feet long. Oh, my goodness. The big box. <laughs> so wow. On a tractor trailer. Does that come Amazon or? No. <laughs> Oddly enough, it was the same company that made the uh, teepees for the movie Dances with Wolves. Oh, I oh love wow. That movie. So, it, you know, it was a really, a really good company to deal with. Good. That's so, incredible. How long did it take you to put it together? Oh, my God. It's set in the, it's set in the storage shed for a year as we progressed in the corner out there getting everything ready. And let's see, we- COVID hit. Yeah, COVID hit, which wasn't a big impact <laughs> on us doing it, but it it complicated everything around it. Like- The cost of the wood. You know, the cost of the wood um, doubled yeah. or even maybe a little more than doubled. I, I think tripled so, by the yeah, end of COVID. Yeah, more than tripled. I think- uh, um, a two by four was over eight dollars a piece. Yeah, yeah, like yep. you can build anything like that. Yeah, and mm -hmm. we needed a lot. Of <laughs> yeah, because the the platform that the teepee sets on is twenty four by twenty four. Wow, it's a lot of wood. And it's uh, solid wood. So it took us a while to build that. We set up. I have a transit. We set up the transit and shot everything for level. And uh, a guy that helps us here on the farm helped me do all the leveling get everything ready so it took a while but we got the, the platform done and then vicky and i put the tp up in one day along with the help of our neighbor who walked in at the perfect time <laughs> i love when that happens to give us a hand doing it and uh, we had it up and we're standing in it by the end of the day so wow well, that we put it up backwards the first well time. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's always the way <laughs> that's the way all couples put things together it's backwards first a lot of cursing and then well, on our, you know in our defense they did package it backwards at the at the factory so when we took it out of the box and opened everything up which is huge you know when it's laying out flat uh you don't take notice you figure everything's the way it should be and we put right. the thing up. They were they were very apologetic, but uh, that really didn't help much when we had a four hundred pound thing to put back up again. <laughs> wow! Now, do so you guys leave it up all year? Does it stay up in the in the snow and everything? Yeah, we're going to keep it up year round. Oh, nice! I so love every, that. Every spring, we'll uh, go out there and treat treat the outside with uh, whatever we need to treat it with, you know, to make sure that it's waterproof and um mold resistant stuff like that wow so are either of you two um are you native american or I, are you just drawn oh you I, are okay yeah i have native american blood yes do you know from what tribe skip the Cay cayuga and shawnee mm, wow beautiful yeah so it comes from uh up around the cayuga lakes mm -hmm. yeah and then the shawnee from out in uh ohio that's incredible Love that. So that's why you were drawn to that even more so. Called yeah, I believe. Spirit. I think so. Yeah, Michelle also tells me and Jordan that I've been um, Native American many different lives. Yes. When I first met you, you walked in and I, I could hear the ceremonial dancing and the singing. And I think that's before you guys had the TP. Yes, we yeah, have yeah, positively. Mm -hmm. I have to excuse cool. myself for one minute to let this puppy out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you make beautiful things. I'm just going to grab to show. I know that people listening can't see it, but you guys. Will so Skip, it. while she's grabbing that, say the website that our listeners can go to, to see some of the things that you guys do and the, and the things that you guys um, not only make and produce there or also have. Okay. Uh, it's Cluck and A Critter Farm. <laughs> and if you, by the time you type in Cluck and A into any browser, it'll come up. But it's clicking oh, okay. at Twitter Farm. And then when you go there, there's a products page. 
Mm-hmm. There's, there's a page about all the stuff uh, on our uh, farm. There's a, you know, like a picture of the house, picture of us and the animals and, and all that. So, um, and this is, so this is beautiful. And Vicki gave oh, this is beautiful. This is a hawk's tail. And these are uh, buck antlers, you know, baby, their first year having antlers. And there's a, like a dream catcher in the middle of that. There's feathers. And then there is a, uh, quartz point and they uh did you make this with vicky or did vicky do this herself skip vicky did that one herself for you yeah and it's the moment i brought this into my house the energy in this home completely changed i can tell you that i i rarely ever have to clear my house and uh-huh. with the work i do i have a lot of energies that like to, to visit this mm-hmm. seems to usher folks to where they need to go without me getting involved so it's worth it's more than its weight in gold, and it's absolutely beautiful. So, Mickey has really made awesome. countless items over the years. Comes the dog with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a puppy. If everybody's hearing the jingle bells in the background, they have a puppy that's got jingle bells on. Um, so cute. And, and also decided to bring in a stick during the podcast. Um, Skip, now, do you uh, celebrate all the the lunar holidays the yes, lunar we, holidays yeah we do uh, the solstice and equinoxes and uh we're going to look into doing some of the others but we also do drumming circles and mm. you know, just things like that when we get friends together to go out we build a fire in the teepee and we all sit in there and drum and we make drums too as a matter of fact oh yeah I, i'm looking at the site now and i just saw some first of all the site guys is absolutely gorgeous for it's amazing isn't it farm. yes it's it's really nice so you know what's sure weird yeah what's weird is they do not know barb and barb does not know them <laughs> that's what i just can't get over barb you guys don't know barb nesnek do you no i just nice can't believe like that. neighbors i know that's you do remind me of each other. So tell us uh, what we should be doing or um, some of the practices that you do during like the solstice, the winter solstice and things yeah, like celebrate that. Celebrate the solstice. That How works. do you celebrate? Well, when you're doing the winter solstice, you're, you're celebrating the shortest day, which is a rebirth of the earth. And we're going to start back in with longer days then and more daylight. So we go into the teepee, we start with uh, smudging, of course, to begin the ceremony. And then we move on to uh, maybe a prayer and some drumming. And we actually gather around the fire. We pack the pipe and we smoke the pipe to, uh, as we do prayer ties and smoke the pipe, we throw the, the uh, ties of the prayers into the fire to send them up to the great creator to uh to uh send our our dreams and our prayers to god and it's carried on the smoke both of the fire plus your intentions through the peace pipe wow so beautiful i i ordered a piece of uh pipe stone from out west i don't remember exactly where it was but i I got a piece of pipe stone from out there and I carved it to make the pipe. And we got a uh, piece of hickory tree branch and I burned through it and we put it together. So we use that, that's our piece pipe. Actually, while Vic can talk to you, I'll get the piece pipe out and you can see it. Yeah, and then we, uh, we, uh, we, we hand out the talking stick. Um, and and then we pass it around and each person gets to say what they're thankful for and stick around everybody tells their story about you know how what they're thankful for that year and um to me i mean the winter solstice is a time of me to for me to um relax because we work Mm. so hard and we have we do our planting and I planted tobacco last year. Oh, uh, wow. American tobacco. So um, we're gonna work on making some uh, tobacco for our pipe with that. But it's a busy, busy time. And everybody um, works really hard during the time of planting. Yeah. And in the winter time, 
that's when we we uh, rejuvenate and that's one of the things that we do at that time of year to um take it all in and relax until the next time you know it's interesting vicky the way you even say that because um years ago i had we, michelle and i both but i would get phone calls and people would say geez you know spirit activity in the middle of winter it's right off the hook Sort of mm -hmm. the hook. And I, I, so I did some research and one of the things that it had said is between, you know, we don't think of snow as water, but just having the conduit of water around you all the time creates more of a pumped up spirit activity. Oh, yeah. But the fact that the earth is quiet, it allows you to hear, raise your consciousness and for you to be able to hear spirits um, more clearly and for them to be able to communicate. So definitely have that thinning of the veil and it is a time for you to go inward and be more quiet, more peaceful. Yeah, it's a great time of year for me. Because <laughs> you can be inside. <laughs> pipe. Oh, wow. The oh pipe is gosh. beautiful. That is Absolutely beautiful. gorgeous. Now, when you say you carved the pipe stone, is it an actual stone? Yeah, it comes in a, it comes in a block. And then you carve it. <clears throat> wow. Shape, and you open it. You know, and you you drill down into it. Well, that's incredible. And, and then the the end of the pipe stick, you run a red hot rod all the way down through it to open it up. Oh my gosh, that's wow. it's just absolutely gorgeous, and it's it's so it's so labor intensive too. And you're talking about carving a, a piece of rock. I'm like, geez, is uh is it like a sandstone? It's kind of like a clay. Like a um, Michaelin. It's it's like a um, what do you call it? Uh, it's red clay. It looks very oh okay red okay. Clay. It's very hard, mm -hmm. but it's easy to shave with a knife. You can you know you can shave it. Obviously, I've shaved all this away, ends, mm. and you know shaped it around and everything, and then made the bowl. Okay. So that you could do that. Now, Skip, where did you learn? Was this handed down within your family, these skills and the, the knowledge, or is it stuff um, that you've studied, or do you intrinsically know it? Actually, my grandfather was a half-breed. Okay. So uh, he told me a lot of things before he passed away, and I was probably 10 at the time, so I really didn't. I didn't question him like I would have, you know, in later years. I wished I would have. Right. But, you know, there were some things that, that he taught me. Mostly it was like hunting, hunting skills. Oh, wow. And uh, things like my grandmother and my grandfather and my mother were all great hunters. So I remember uh, being six to eight, something like that. And I would go out with my mother in the mornings <clears throat> because, of course, there wasn't any school. And she would go out to hunt and I'd go out with her and I'd stand on her boots inside her coat to stay warm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Where did you grow up, Skip? It sounds like I'm going to guess mid-Atlantic, maybe. Uh, Central Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's a, oh, those are special um special memories my goodness so and vicky he mentioned that you do reiki i do. So do um is that the only modality you do or do you do other um healing work as well well by trade i'm a registered nurse but i am retired um, so <laughs> good for you that's <laughs> <yeah>, time <laughs> but um the only healing work well i have been studying shamanic healing shamanic work with my friend who's a, a shaman so um and now i have a couple of new friends that are studying it and um so yeah i've been working on that however i haven't been able to journey successfully yet so <laughs> i haven't figured out why but Puppies a good reason. Yeah, have, I, <laughs> puppies be a good reason, right? Yeah, that's a distraction. <laughs> I think that's uh, well, what I I think I just have a fear of letting go. I'm a control freak, so <laughs> that'll do it. Yeah. Katie and I did some sh shamanic training with with Barb Nesdek up at Willow Tree, and we were just crazy people when we did that. Well, the one time, it's not fair because the one time I I did it with Jeff DeMarco in our class and. 
Jeff yeah. got there and all he did was make me laugh. And I'm telling you, I laughed so hard all through that class. And finally, Clark, who's very, very chill, said, I think we've all learned a, a, a milestone lesson today. Never to let Katie and Jeff sit next to each other. Because it's literally <laughs> like being like 10 years old again. But um, whenever I never had any kind of um, Native Journey. American connection or did anything like journeying, and I can remember when Barb would start to do the drumming mm. and I didn't know what to expect. And I can remember thinking to myself, oh God, she's going to start banging on that drum. And, and I'm expected to close my eyes and go someplace. Well, let me tell you, that made me a believer. I was out. You can't out. help but go gone. someplace far. Yeah. Gone, relaxed. And I'm like, I'm like you, Nikki, I have a really hard time when, especially when I first started meditating, I'm just relaxing and being in the moment and letting it go, or even if somebody else was assisting with it, kind of not hearing things to pull me out. And now it's, I, I, I just take right off. So I love journeying. I guess that's not for me yet. <laughs> well, well, the drumming is amazing to the point where, you know, I uh, have on my, on my phone, I've got, uh, you know, drumming, um, I guess, tunes that you can play. And I, I had to be very careful to make sure that they weren't on my driving playlist because mm -hmm. you're driving along on the highway and all of a sudden, boom, the drumming starts. You just want to leave your body, which you can't do when you're driving. So that's a big caution. That and the ultimate ohm. I'm just going to be really careful what I play when I'm driving because it's gotten to the point. It's just, you know, that intro with the drum and then I'm gone. But it took a long time for that to happen. Oh, that's good to hear. I mean, I, I play it every Monday at Jordan, and all I did was fall asleep. <laughs> but you know what I was yeah. told one time? I We were doing something in class, like a play, this is years ago, mm -hmm. the past life regression, and I was out, fell mm -hmm. right to sleep. And that was back when my daughter was like two years old. So we're talking like almost 20 years ago. And um, so... The, what I, everybody in the class like fell asleep and the teacher actually said well that probably means you needed it like you didn't yeah. need to do a journeying you probably needed a nap <laughs> and and like spirit was taking care of you so I thought well that's a good way to put it but I was gone I was right out other times I've never had that experience but that's probably why you're there you're letting yourself go Vic and it lets you go to sleep well I guess it's so. a good thing but I'd like to hear some messages once in a you're, while you're right on the yeah. cusp vicky i can tell you just you know reading your energy you're, you're right on the cusp you've just got some anxiety and fear and, and a little well stress and a little sadness kind of that are, that's anchoring you but it's gonna okay to let go of that all i want to work on it i have to get there <laughs> You will. So, <laughs> Skip, you were saying that you did, um, you had gone to a sweat lodge. Now, do you do that periodically? And is that something that you guys are considering offering? Um, I'm not, definitely not going to offer it because you've got to have special skills to operate a sweat lodge. And uh, there's an awful lot of uh, liability to it because mm. you, you have to you have to be able to trust the people that come that they're going to tell you the truth about their medical condition. Oh, right. Um, so there's a lot of danger, you know, with that because it gets extremely hot, extremely humid. And if you're claustrophobic, it certainly won't work. Oh, uh, is that because, small? Okay. Oh, it's, a, it's just a tiny dome and it's packed you go inside and you're sitting uh, shoulder to shoulder with people the whole way around. Nope. <laughs> the person, the person that facilitates it actually uh, takes a, a dipper and dippers the water onto the red hot stones. And then they put different herbs and things on the fire. And there's just a, a complete ceremony that you go through while you're in there. Mm -hmm. go, go around and speak to each of the people. And uh, you go in, I think it's like four 15-minute segments that you're in there. And then you, oh. come out, you come out to rest. People come out soaking wet. I mean, the water is running off them yeah. when someone took a bucket and poured it over top of them. Okay. So I'm claustrophobic and I don't like to be hot, so I probably won't do it. <laughs> I, I, I went in and came right back out. <laughs> I, for some reason, came out completely dry. 
That's a, wow. that's really cool. The whole time, the whole hour, he, and he was wearing jeans and a and a t shirt. Everyone was half naked in there, <laughs> and he came out. Wow, that's pretty incredible. Not a sweat under his armpit. Nothing. <laughs> he must have just had a major cleanse or something. Where where did you guys uh, experience this? It was down at uh, Stone Ridge, which <gasps> is that's what you said. Yeah, right below uh, Kingston. Okay, With, uh, Peter Blum. Okay, yeah, Peter Peter Blum operated the uh, the ceremony. That's that's really cool. So was, it was really interesting. So we started out and, and uh, we built the fire and did prayer ties and things, and then we all helped loading the stones into the fire. Had a huge bonfire that the stones were were in, and then we all went inside the dome. And there's a firekeeper who brings stones on a shovel in and hands them inside the uh, dome. And the facilitator puts those on the, on the fire and then we go into that session. So there was four times of stones, which I think there were probably like 32 stones when we were done, piled up in a big pile in there. Jeez, keeping up that kind of- It was heat. definitely interesting. Yeah, I wasn't, in, I, I did stone carrying. <laughs> that was it that was my job <laughs> which is another part of probably all of that too is being a servant to to something like that it's kind of like giving to the higher good um so you guys were talking we were saying before about the different um rituals so what are some specifics that you could probably tell people even in their own homes things that they should be doing, whether, um, Vicki, it's for the winter solstice or for the summer solstice. Or equinoxes, even. Equinoxes, excuse me. Well, I know that um, one thing that I always do, um, well, on the full moon, we always put our, our crystals out on the back deck. Mm -hmm. And I also put water out. Um, and I will drink that water and I'll also feed my plants that water. Oh, wow. So uh, every full moon I do that. Because uh, what does it do for with the water? Does it charge the water? Or? It charges the water. It charges the, it, you know, it charges the crystals. It charges the water. And um, it's just something I've always done for a long time. I don't remember who told me that, but um, I've been doing that. And I, I, that's yeah. a great, that's a great concept. Um, bringing in that energy. Yeah, I, I, I just, that, it makes me feel good. I also get very creative in the, uh, in the winter solstice. Um, I, um, I do a lot more painting. I do, um, I, uh, I do a lot more looking inside of myself um, at that time of year where I, um, I'm extremely grateful for everything I have. And um, and at that time of year, I just tends to uh, be more. Right. So, um, I always practice that. And do you guys uh, like celebrate with specific food, or you know? We did um, the buffalo one year um, because there is a food we do put out a spread of food, and there is a traditional um, thing that you make. And we did it the first time, and it was horrible. I don't want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> it was buffalo. Like, uh, I don't know. Whatever it was, it just didn't taste good. So I decided I'm not going to make that again. So we do our own thing. We do chestnuts. I, I don't know why we do them, probably because they're in the store and we, we cook them in the fire outside. We do a really, I don't know, this one we kind of just came up with on our own and it's probably something from some past life, but we say we have a big backyard. So we save the, the tree from last year, uh, the Christmas tree, and we burn it on the winter solstice. So it's... <laughs> that dog um it's a <laughs> it's, it's a you know a bright orange wild. dead christmas tree from the previous year and we put it in the middle of the lawn not near the woods because we had a close call one year and we write on pieces of paper the things we want to leave in the past year and then we tuck it into the branches and um and then we light it and it's you know with any luck it's a nice cold clear night and we let let those intentions of things we're letting go go up with the dead tree and then we, well, that, and that's very pagan, correct? Isn't that like more, yeah. um, the pagan rituals that yep. are um, the Yule log? Yes. Yeah. 
And yeah. I feel like we're giving like, and I know this is very pagan and, and I am Catholic, but we're giving light to the sun. We're trying to feed the sun because uh, in pagan rituals, they thought that the sun was every year, maybe it's not going to come back. So and having the, the new, the bright fire will give energy to the sun to have it come back around. And then we write down on pieces of paper what we want to keep, what we want to bring into the, the new year or keep. And we tuck those into our living tree, you know, our, our not, well, our new tree in the house. And uh, that's what we do. And have chestnuts for some reason, probably because they're in the store. And <laughs> I grab those. Oh, <laughs> I heard that they said, well, we watched a movie where they saved the piece of the uh, burned tree. And then um, the next year, and they start their fire with a piece of the um, burned tree that's left over from. Oh, oh I like that too. I'm gonna have that's to do an that. Irish ritual, I believe, because they were Irish, right? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that must be just a DNA remembering of mine because I just it came upon me that I needed to do this, and every time I check my ancestry DNA, I'm more and more Irish. So. Um, we do have we have the full moon on saturday yes uh, last full moon of the year so that would be a great day for our listeners to really purge this year and anything from the past that you want to let go of before you roll into 2022 and then um the winter solstice uh equinox is the 21st which is tuesday yeah, the solstice is, is Tuesday the 21st. So hopefully we'll have it. quick. I know. How did this happen? I don't know. And of course, for me, two years feels like one year. Like we missed a whole year and now everything is like, feels like compacted all together. Oh, so you're not the only one feeling that. Okay. Because I'm like, wait a second. It's like a, everything's accordion together. Like, geez, yeah. slow down. All, all <sighs> packed in together. Um, Vicki, with your upbringing, what kind of a, an upbringing did you come from that you got to this place, you know, where you're doing this kind of work now and you're doing Reiki and it's amazing farm. Yes. Yeah, the amazing farm. Zero percent of my upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> I come from that at all. It came from my journey. Um, a long time of um, seeking. I, I just always had this gut feeling that I was here for a reason. Mm. And, um, and I followed my path, even though my mother was one to tell me, um, don't do that. Why are you doing that? You know, and um, I'm also a very tough cookie and I ignored her and <laughs> followed my path. And I always felt that there was someone there guiding me. And then one day um, I was driving through the bank and waiting for the money to come back. And I got this really loud message, uh, probably the first time I ever heard someone speak to me. And it was, um, you're a light worker. Mm. And um, after that, it was, okay, now I understand why I'm doing the things I'm doing. So everything that I do all was um, a slow process of learning from the time I was little up until now. And I continue to um, pick at it until I find where I need to go. Uh, I, I talk to Michelle regularly. And yeah. Jordan and I have Jordan a friend, Norman, I have a, you know, <laughs> a friend that I go to and um, friend from Slovakia. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of Slovakian <clears throat> friends and um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so I've been doing that and I don't know, I feel really comfortable drumming. So um, drumming that's another thing that we do on the, uh, on the full moon as well. We, Skip and I will go into my Reiki building or I'll call my friend if it's not too cold out and, and we'll drum together. Love it. I, I wish I would love to uh, participate with drumming more. The first time I experienced drumming um, I th it was something that Barb Nesnick was doing. And she goes, oh, can you bring your bagpipes? We're going to have a drum circle. I had no idea what to expect. So I, you know, I do the pipes and people are ooing and eyeing the pipes. I'm like, oh, awesome. Then we sit down and someone hands me a drum. Holy cow. <laughs> I, I was unsuspecting that it was going to be such a powerful experience. And I, and I experienced that when I, you know, bagpipe practice, which I'm actually missing right now, <laughs> whoopsie, um, standing in a circle piping and sitting in a circle drumming. There's just the, the way the energy moves. I, I think it makes any, anything possible when you're yes. drumming in a circle. Yeah. Absolutely. Really go right through your heart. 
It really, does. Yeah, and, and when I do Reiki sessions, um, I will drum right over um, the person that's here, you know, that I'm trying to heal. And I drum over their whole body and they can just, and I actually try to push the energy from one end to the other um, with my drums and my rattles. So mm -hmm. I always incorporate that into my, uh, in my Reiki sessions. I'll be getting Reiki from Vicky sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Love it. <laughs> what, what other celebrations do you guys do? Um, you know, the, the, the natural, the solar and lunar celebrations, the pagan or Native American type of. Um, I got a question after that about the pets on the, or the animals on the property. Really, we kind of limit it right now to uh, the equinox and the solstice and then just regular drumming circles. Uh, we may get together, like Vic said, on the, you know, on the mm -hmm. full moon and do some drumming or something like that. And, you know, we just sit around and play the flute and Ooh. drum and different things like that. I make flutes, so. Oh my gosh. We make I saw them. Drum? They're absolutely beautiful. My uncle in Albany used to make them. He can't anymore. Oh. But, Who's yeah. your uncle? Do we? Um, uncle Barry. Okay. Barry we... Manning. Oh, we, we met somebody at a powwow that was up in the Albany way and he makes strong, I mean, uh, flutes. Yeah, a lot of people, and my daughter actually had one that, she, that Sarah used to pick up when she was little and, and play, and it would be like a second she'd start to play, it was like, oh my gosh, like, talk about your soul remembering. Right. Um, but he can't, he can't do it anymore. So Aww. sadly, yeah, um, it, that was a, a hard thing. And there's a lot of people, I was at a reading one time at a house randomly, Oh God, I can't even think where it was. And I was talking to the woman and when I was doing the reading, I looked off, young woman looked off and I looked at her wall and she had one of my uncle's crosses that he had carved. No and I went, who made that cross? And she went, I don't know. And I said, Is, did Barry Manning make that? And she goes, like she thought I got it psychically. She goes, yes. I said, no, no. I said, I've got one like that too. I said, my uncle makes those for everybody. So, but she said she was like overwhelmed. Like, yes, you are good. The cross um, is speaking to you. But I think it's so special when you are making those uh, skip um, for people and you're gifting them because I think that that's a bit of you know magic that goes into that as well and and. Um, kind of imbibes it with your energy do you i was going to ask do your animals react to the shifting um with the energy or to the energy you guys are putting out like they all come together or they all huddle together towards you or do oh you yeah think? yeah yeah they do they love reiki it started early <laughs> before we ever did any of the uh ceremonial stuff we put a radio in the in the barn for them and play mm -hmm. music. We play classical music for the for the chickens, <laughs> and uh, everybody laughed at us. Said it was we were crazy, you know. But you go in there, and the chickens would be sitting right on top of the radio, <laughs> right on the radio, or yeah. on the perch all around the radio. So they love it. <laughs> it's like oh a wow, that's funny. <laughs> so if we if we're out there drumming and and carrying on, you know, a lot of times you'll see the turkeys are near the or near the teepee, the turkey barn, and they'll all gather out along the edge of the fence. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. I kind of think they would like to come over and go into the teepee with us. <laughs> so, so you said, Skip, that on the property you felt like a pull to the one part of the property. Um, have you guys ever doused your property? Uh, Jordan has. Yeah, Jordan did. She, um, when I told her that, I said, Skip is thinking that he wants to put something up. And she goes, well, I see it between two trees and a stream. So, and that's exactly where the TP went, between two trees and there's a stream behind it. So, yeah. Now they're oh, talking wow. about Jordan Sue, who is an acupuncturist and a good friend of ours, who we have been trying to talk into coming on our show, <laughs> our I podcast. Know. And so, and when she finds that she went on, maybe she'll come on with us. Well, you never know. <laughs> shy. She's a shy yeah, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have, do you have pictures of the TP up on the website? Cause I know you sent them to me on, on a text. Um, I'm not sure if they're on the website yet or not. Uh, I had a lot of trouble. I, I did not see it when I looked on, um, but the land, the property is just stunning um i had trouble with uh, 
my program doing web the website. Oh. So there was quite a bit of time that passed that I couldn't bring it up to, to do any edits on there. And uh, it used to be a 22 page website. Oh my now, gosh. There was a crash. And after the crash, Vic said, why don't you just limit it to, you know, the house and this, and some of the other things that we do, the store right. and that. And I don't think that I ever got around to putting the pictures of the TP on there. I should do that. Definitely should, because I, I know our listeners would be great for us to go out there sometime and even maybe try and do a podcast from there yeah, um, with you guys who are yeah. doing a drumming. Would you guys like um, that? Yeah, you're welcome, sure, you're welcome to, do to do that. Sure. Oh, I would love that. Can you, I, I hate to put either one of you on the spot, but could we hear a little bit of your, your flute? Um, if you would play that for us, Skip. Oh, that would be Skip. <laughs> and Vicky, maybe afterwards we can ask you to drum a little. Drumming. Oh. I have to go next door to my building and get my drum. So. <laughs> you guys, oh, I, I like just... I can see Skip in his chair rolling away from the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> looking, looking for it, like, you know, yeah, that right hand, but... oh, hi, Pop. Black lab right here that I could roll over at any moment. Not sure how Miss Puppy would take to the drumming, but hey, we all took that song club again. It's an absolute, I love the menagerie of animals. It's like our house. I know, exactly. Well, here he comes. All in the background, hanging around with him. I would love to hear it, and I'm sure our listeners yeah. would love to hear it, too. So it's there's the, this is the flute that I prefer. This is not made by me. <laughs> it's beautiful, though. Yes. It's made by Mr. Mazak. Mazak. I got it at a uh, a powwow up in Broad Alban. Oh, so wow. we went went to the to the powwow up there. So. And are they each different? Are each of the flutes different, or are they all just the well, same? Well, they they come in different uh, note ranges, and I think this is. Um, I think this is an F, but okay. I'm a little rusty too. No, don't. So you we should have a CD. Yeah. Yes. Some we do some of the flute music and we do some of the drumming because we have uh, Vicky has a an 18 inch buffalo skin drum that we make. Hmm. We do classes on that. So um, I'll go pull it up so you can see it. Yeah. I yeah. Walk out and get it. People okay. ask about the drums. They want to know if if they can buy a drum out of the store, but we don't make drums for sale. We make drums to be um, like birthed. <laughs> kind of like from kind of like from a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A homeless child. Oh, like an adoption. Like an, an adoption. Yes, adoption's a word I'm looking for. So. You actually pay for the materials and the class to learn how to make it. Mm. We're not really selling a drum. We're actually creating one. And we do, we do a prayer before we start and put good intentions into, you know, the making of the drum. And then we assist the person in making their own drum. Mm. So when they leave for the price that they would pay, for a drum that someone just throws together on the internet, they make their very own and bring it to life. So 
That's the whole and I've got to think it's kind plans. of just like the crystals that it's something that you should be putting your own energy into anyways. Exactly. So that's probably the whole exactly. concept of that, of birthing the drum. Um, because I, like, I really encourage people skip when they're having um, like hauntings in their home. I, I think um, Michelle has had this too, but yeah. I, I tell them to do the clearing themselves right? Teach them, instruct them unless mm -hmm. it's really bad because they're putting their own energy, good energy back into their environment. So I think that's, that's awesome. Making it their own. Yeah. Yeah. An orphan, an orphan drum does not make good music to the great creator. It has to be something that's part of someone's family, someone's being. And that's when the drum really sings for you. Mm. So it makes a lot of sense. You know, we tell people, no, we don't have any drums for sale. You have to, you have to come here and let us know when you're going to come and we'll prepare all the materials the night before so that it's all ready to go. And uh, then you can create your own drum, bring it to life and it'll make beautiful music to the great creator at your hand. So mm. this is some of the- She's back now. This is some of the rattles that I make. Okay, this one's made out of sea urchin. Oh, a sea urchin, look at that. And yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. Got rabbit. Oh, it. rabbit fur, oh nice. Yeah, well that has a very light sound. I have so many, I just grabbed what I had in my Reiki building. And that you use for like your Reiki practices, correct? You're doing that I over do. the body? I do, and this is a turtle rattle. Oh man. Yeah. And then um, this one's made out of get a closer look. Oh, that's incredible. Give that a shake. That's, that's got a completely different sound. It does. This one's made out of a cow horn. Oh yeah, oh, they yeah. all have different sounds and feelings. Yeah. Wow. Geez, so creative. Yeah. Deer toes. What is that? Deer toes. Deer toes. Oh. Yeah. Deer toes. You get a close look. Oh wow. All the little wow. toes. It almost sounds like you know shells on the beach. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like shells, yeah. right? This is the little toes. We have one that's made out of the big toes. This is like the dew claws. Okay. The do call. Yeah, go get the other one. The, the other one we use, it's made out of the, the claws themselves. It, when you want to extract, some, yeah, when you really need to extract something nasty on you, you, you really smack that around and <laughs> get some deer toll cleansing. I love it. Yeah, but you know, and I, um, one of the things that I do um, is I, I, I hunt, I just walk the woods or walk the, the front of the river and I pick up sticks. Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm very much into nature and I find mm -hmm. I have wood all over my house. Wood, rock, <laughs> I bring home. They have faces to me and I bring them home and then I make them. them so. You probably feel them or pull, they pull to you. They do. They really do. From, from your property, Vicki, that, that's all a part of your, your gift as well is is being able to feel nature and pull. And that actually is part of the definition of somebody that is shamanic is that they get a lot of their information or their insight from nature and being inspired or surrounded by nature. That's true. Every, their work to do trees, their healing. I, I, every, all my trees have names and they tell uh, me what their names yep. need to be. You know? So yeah, they're all my friends. So I do do that. And this is the, this is the last one. This is the one. Oh, wow. This one is for serious exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Uh, this is the drum that I made. This is buffalo. And, um, like, is that a raven? Oh, it's beautiful. It's raven because I'm Raven Moon. That's my Indian name. Oh my so God. that's your that's your spirit animal? Yes, Raven. Yeah, love it. I love that. Thank you. Can you play that for us? Um, really, basically, I, let me see if it's in tune. Yeah. So, really, go well, when I do it is I. Oh, it stopped again. 
don't know. There's something with their mic. There it is. Well, unfortunately, it's not. We can't hear it. Not hearing it. Well, we in the beginning, it, the the mic cut, cuts out here and there. Oh, it's cutting it out. Okay. Maybe it's too loud. Maybe it's too loud. Yes. Yeah. It seems as you're farther away, it makes it, it you can hear it more. That's beautiful. Oh my gosh, you guys. And I make so how did you come across having the um, raven as your spirit animal? Well, I'll tell you. Um, actually, that was Michelle. Um, I am. Um, it's a funny thing. I was driving one day, and now I, I just kind of I have this attraction to ravens and crows, and. Um, one day I was driving, we were driving out to Washington County, and as we we're driving, um, I, well, this, I found a, um, a dead raven on the side of the road, and I couldn't get to it at the time, and I just felt that that raven died for me, and mm -hmm. I had to pass it up, and then I was here in Greenville, and I was driving to get something, I don't remember, and there was another one, and you never see them, you never mm -hmm. see dead ravens on the side of the road so rare and so i said oh then i knew that that raven is mine and i had to stop and i stopped and i picked it up and then i when i got home i cut off its wings and its feet and it's you know and um and its tail feathers and i um uh, i dried them and so they're in my reiki building so the tail feathers are hanging and and then michelle i went to see you and you told yeah. me the story that i had died in a fire and um my pet was my raven and uh, yes. and i let it go and i died in the fire but i let the raven go and um so now wherever i go the raven are there and the raven was returning the favor that's why it sacrificed itself for you yeah and when you acknowledged it and, uh -huh. and then you became one with the raven yeah yeah so my name is raven moon and um yeah i'm very close to the I, I gave her the name Raven Moon because every time that she started any kind of artwork, it was at midnight. <laughs> so it was always by the light of the moon. Oh, that's perfect. So, yeah, so my website is my is Moonlight Inspiration. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's all about the moon. My grandfather named me, so I named her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are living the life. You really are. Well, amazing Wait, what i'm sorry what do you guys see for your um for your business for cluck and a farm um um coming <laughs> in this year like what are some of the things or events that you're hoping to do well i'll tell you for myself um i'm, I'm leaning more towards teaching um oh I, that'd be wonderful i've been doing i've been doing classes on um rattle making and um, we've been doing drum making but i think that um i'm leaning towards um teaching our um painting watercolor oh we'll be so there that, uh, yeah so i'm i'm thinking of using our cottage um which i took uh, we took it off of airbnb because we were um renting it out in the summer on the weekends and after COVID hit, um, I just decided I didn't want to do that anymore. So um, originally it was supposed to be for art as an art retreat, as an artist retreat. So I think we're going to go back and, um, and do that. Mm. I, I really feel that um, I'm, I'm being pulled to, uh, to art. And uh, I'm not really a, I'm a horrible business person. I, <laughs> I don't pull any money in. I, I give away Same. more than I sell. And, um, I love her dearly, but she couldn't sell a dollar for 50 cents. How about you, Skip? Is, what are you thinking of uh, uh, focusing well, on? Well, I want to continue with my uh, flute making and uh, in my spare time do the, do the spinning wheel repairs because I enjoy doing that. But I'm also... Uh, looking at trying to become a little more. Uh, well, he needs to do his um, his. Um, he needs to stay. What's the, I forget what you call it now. <laughs> three days in the uh, in the TP. Well, the 
the uh, vision quest. The yeah, vision so quest. I have yeah. menopause brain, so that's <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I must have it too. Vision quest. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the vision quest, but I also want to work on my uh, ability to read other people. Oh, I get a lot of messages, a lot mm -hmm. of different things. Whenever people are talking to me, sometimes I'll see, I think they're guides. Mm -hmm. So uh, and that's why I said I, I'm at a loss for what I would want to call that. Um, well, that that's actually psychic medium work. <laughs> You're talking to two people that that's what we do on a daily basis. Yep, that's it. <laughs> well, we I can help you with that, Skip. I, I guess that's where I'm starting to go because uh, we're working with that friend from uh, Slovakia, mm -hmm. and uh, he does different exercises and things. And we were spending some time with them when they were here. They're from down in. Uh, He's from Massachusetts, yeah, Connecticut. Connecticut, and our other friends from down in, uh, well, they've moved here now. They just moved here. So uh, we spent time with them and we did some different exercises and things. And I got to see his guide come to him whenever he was upset. His wow. guide came oh, to him. I actually saw him. Do you so, know, Skip, that that's actually, um, people don't probably realize this, but seeing somebody's guide or seeing another person's guide is actually a unique experience that right. is not the norm with other psychics like people think it's all cookie cutter like well what's my angels look like what do my guides look like Always for a person course. to be able to see or even communicate with another person's guide is actually very um evolved it and is because it's usually private. one of the things i would say to you is it's not that you don't know how to do it. It's not that you don't have the ability or need to develop it. It's actually that you have to trust yourself. You already yeah. have it. You don't know what to label it as. And it's probably something that you never thought you'd be doing or saying. And exactly. to just have faith in the, in the fact that you have it, you got it. Because a gift is given. You just yeah. not learned as much as it is given and you just gotta say, okay, this is what I'm doing. And I, I love that about the both of you, you follow the signs and the signals yeah. that are sent to you and you follow your passions and your callings and they're so that, that's a rare thing in people and it's, it's you two are amazing oh, thank, you. thank you and that you do that yeah we enjoy our life i'm very grateful for it well that's my plan for the new year <laughs> all right well both of those are great plans and i hope that michelle and i get to be involved um, with your journey there and for our listeners, I hope they get to come and take some classes from Vicki and check out the website and uh, meet Skip and uh, go to the teepee. And again, it's Cluck and A Critters is the website. Cluck and A Critter Farm, um, yeah. And it's it's absolutely beautiful, the pictures on there. So, um, so hopefully our listeners will be able to connect with that. <laughs> and um, thank you both again for sharing tonight um, your you time so and your talent. Wow, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh, there she is. <laughs> and as always, thank you to D. Scott for being our wonderful producer. And thank you, Michelle, as always. And uh, for our listeners, make sure that you are uh, paying attention this weekend to the full moon, the last full moon of 2021. I don't know about everybody else, but I had a great 2021, but I, it's okay for it to go and be in our yes, review and, and exactly. start something fresh and clean and new in 2022. And a uh, special thank you to all of our listeners for your suggestions um, and subscribing and sharing us. And please keep all those comments and suggestions coming in. We love it. So again, thank you. And thanks everybody. Have a wonderful night. <laughs>